Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover high school sports. So let's do this. Varsity football is being brought to you by Western General Contractors, Spirit Outfitters, Five Star HVAC, Cost Low Insurance, Fifth Body Boot Camp, Scooters Coffee, Ryan Chadwick, Chang Lee's Taekwondo, Mitchell Law Firm, Stephen Sons Heating and Air Conditioning, Alan Bauer Electric, Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors, Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, and Nesting Wealth Advisor. Alright everybody, welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show. I'm Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio as we continue our coverage of your Rowlett Eagles varsity football team the 2016-2017 season. As we go in, this is our fourth season, and here we are as we set in week number eight. Only three more games left to go, and this being our fourth I'm so excited, first of all, because when we go back and we look at where we are as far as the Couch Potato Sports Show, as far as what we've done here in the Rowlett Eagles, it gets exciting each and every year as this is our fourth season covering Rowlett Eagles varsity football here on the Couch Potato Sports Show along with myself and the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna. And the excitement is, is that we're moving into a part of the season where obviously there's only three more regular seasons uh, games left to go. And we are here and we are calling the rival game of the season. Now, you know, folks, I know that this is the quote-unquote rival, but I talk about the other rival, that being the Rockwall Yellow Jackets, and I still honestly believe that is one of the best rivalry games as we have it, as they call it the Across the Lake, I call it Across the Bridge uh, rivalry with the Rockwall Yellow Jackets. However, Rockwall is not in our district anymore, so the district rivalry right here is the Saxony Mustangs. And what more could you ask for going into this game? Both teams being 7-0. and Now, what you could ask for is maybe Saxony being 7-1. and Or maybe the best is 7-2. But, they're not. 
what you are looking at this season is you're looking at two of the best teams, obviously, in the district. And looking at a team that teams that have moved up and have made their way even in the top rankings within the state of Texas. And we're going to cover all that here on the pregame show. But when you look at where the Eagles are and what they have done so far this season, you've got to be excited and you have to be happy with what you're getting. And when it comes down to a game where one team is going to come out, probably the district winners, the district champions, and the other will be probably second in the district, where both teams will be in the playoffs, it's really now on tonight's game. And and I don't want to discredit Lakeview, as they're having a pretty good season. We'll talk about that. But real and the Garland Owls. Let's be let's be honest about the Garland Owls. For the last two years before this year, we're talking about the Garland Owls being a very competitive football team and giving the Rowlett Eagles everything they can handle. All you gotta do is go back two seasons when the Rowlett Eagles lost to this team in overtime at Williams Stadium. But the Eagles came back and, and got the victory against the Owls at home at HBJC Stadium last year. So, my excitement about this team and where it's going and what they've done this year, obviously, and, and there's no disrespect to Logan Bonner. Logan Bonner did a great job for this football team, but the Raleigh Eagles have never been in this position. And that having been said, it just goes to show the growth of this football team. We talked about it last week in the pregame show, the growth of Kobe Morrow being a guy that they can depend on. The growth of Ladarius Dickens, who's been a star in this conference, quote, slash district um, on the offensive side of the ball. Then you got the... Guys that have made a big-time impact on this football team, that being Gordon. Obviously, we started seeing him when he was a sophomore. But Gordon, Trenton Gordon, making a big-time impact as well as, you know, I'm just going to put it out there. Right now, defensively, Dylan Bauer is your MVP on this defensive side of the ball. And he may not have all the tackles. He may not be all the making all the big plays. But this guy makes sure that everybody knows their assignment. He's the field general. He's the field, in my opinion, the field captain. And making big-time plays is what he does, but he also directs what's going on out there. And making sure everybody's there. This guy, and also just by doing it, week in, week out, whether he's got a nagging injury or whether something's bothering him, he still goes out there and makes plays on the defensive side of the park. Now, that's not taking away from Parkman doing such a great job out on the football field and Terry as well, who has been really, really been an impact player on the defensive side of the ball. And then Terry as well. I think Dylan Bauer has made that step up 
first of all, he was he might as well have been the leader last year, but obviously we had a guy in that position, but he was second in ranks on the leadership on the defensive side of the ball. So it was only natural to see a guy who has been given it all. I, I've even seen pictures of this kid as a little boy with Logan Bonner and all these other guys. I've seen pictures of these guys together. He's obviously taking that step forward into being the leader of this football team, and he has embraced it. So helping everybody know where they need to be is what he has done best, being the field general, also making some great big plays. We'll talk about those stats as well. But making big plays for this football team has been huge in the season. So, now granted, and I hate to say what I'm about ready to say, but it's not against it. Unfortunately, the Raleigh Eagles haven't faced anybody as far as legitimate competition since they went out of division play. They're going into that schedule now with Saxy Mustangs, Lakeview Centennial, and now fighting the battle, maybe, depending, I don't know where the Garland Owls are going to go. This is the meat of the season for this football team as they've built up to this point what they can do out on the football field. And I don't know about anybody else. We've seen a lot of plays from this football team. We we almost know sometimes what's coming uh, depending on the formation and things of that sort. In this game, I think we're going to see something different. I think we're going to see a lot of things that we haven't seen so far this season. I'm going to talk to Bill Cerna about that as we do our regular segment uh, with Bill Cerna last week. Unfortunately, um, he had a death in the family and we could not bring him in. But he's going to be here this week and we'll talk about that. Looking at the formations and what the things that are going on for this football team as they move forward. And especially in tonight's game as we see what has been headed on as far as the competition within this league. We're going to talk about those stats. We're going to talk about what we see back and forth. We'll compare these stats. Now, when you're looking at the stats, the stats are great, okay? But it's all about execution out on the football field when you talk about the big rivalry game. You know, we have a saying, and back from where Bill and I are, it didn't matter if ASU or U of A, okay, had a horrible year, okay? If they both had a bad year, you know, the end of the season rivalry game, ASU, U of A, as long as you won that game, then it was a successful season. Um, I don't get that with this game here, I, and I haven't gotten that feeling for the Raleigh Eagles through the whole time that we've been calling these football games. They've always been a quality football team, always been making the playoffs. Heck, they're going for the, they're already cemented into the playoffs, okay, for their 12th straight playoff appearance. It's huge. I mean, there's not a lot of schools that have been able to maintain that kind of stat. That stat right there just slaps you in the face, which also tells you the progress of this football team as it has been taken over by Doug Stevens within the last few years and moving them on where they have moved on. And my, my kudos goes out to this coaching staff. This coaching staff is so huge. And how they go about their business. 
and I think it's one of the best that I've seen out through this season. But now, this week, the Raleigh Eagles, they get that game, that game where they have to come out and they have to play, and they have to be able to execute plays in order to get a victory. More so than when you looked at the last couple of games for the Rowlett Eagles, um, you looked at uh, South Garland and North Garland, unfortunately not being able uh, to put too much out on the football field. Uh, the last time that they were probably really tested was against the name of Forest Rangers. And before that, the last game, as they were out of district over at South Lake Carroll. So where they are right now, um, we're going to see where they are. And the time, and I want to talk about the timing of of this rivalry game. The timing of this puts it where they've got to be at their best as they're moving into the playoffs. I think that is so huge. I'm glad this game is happening toward the end of the season. More in fact, I would have liked to see it next week or the week after as far as the schedule was concerned as you move into the playoff. You want to play the best teams toward the end and get on that roll to going into uh, the playoffs. And I'm going to talk uh, to Bill Cerna about that uh, moving into the thing and the importance of motivation. And the po- But here's the more important thing. Of momentum, we've seen it in the NFL. We've seen the Giants go into the playoffs with the momentum. What do they end up doing? They may not have been a great team the whole season long, but they made a play into the playoffs and won the Super Bowl. Now, granted, this team's a little bit better during the regular season than the Giants were, but momentum is going to be big. And this game right here will put whoever wins the game huge momentum going into that game. But for the Raleigh Eagles getting the victory here, huge momentum going into another big game next week as they take on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. And I think that's another thing as you look into this one. Two quality, solid football teams that your Raleigh Eagles are going to face before they walk into the playoffs. I think that is so good for them. Of course, I'd again, I would have rather seen the Owls this week, and then get the Saxy Mustangs and then Lakeview to end it out, but that's not the way the schedule works, and who cares what Sonny thinks, but I think that would help them through the roll, but at the same time, two tough games, and then coming back with the Owls, which unfortunately are not having a great season, they can prepare a little bit more, and it just all depends on what your opinion is of where the schedule works out for them, but as of right now, no changing of the schedules. We got the rivalry game. It is your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Saxy Mustangs live from HBJ Stadium at 7 p.m. on Friday. This is the game that you don't want to miss. And I'm expecting a big crowd out here for this one. And from what I'm hearing, that this game, at least on the Rowlett side, almost sold out. So we might want to leak into the other side on the visitor side and take up some of their side. But the Saxony Mustangs, they get good. This is going to be the game of the year. I'm so excited. We got a lot of people are going to be out there reporting on this game. And where will we be? Right up in the booth, right up front, ready to call this game as we have been doing all year long. Instead of just having these people just walk in from out of nowhere, oh, I guess we'll cover this game. No, no, no. We cover Rowlett Eagles football 
right here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, and I've been so proud that we've been able to do it. And for all those that have been listening over the years, thank you very much. We appreciate that. So, that having been said, we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show in the pregame show as we are all set for the big rivalry game. Now, the pregame show, it's being brought to you by Regal and Rustic Estate Sales of Dallas. Now, when you're talking about Regal and Rustic of Dallas, when they do the estate sales, they've got a lot of things that they offer out, whether it is their philosophy on how they're gonna handle what they do for you, or their experience, or other services that they specialize in, okay? But the fact that this business wants to offer out a stress-free, no-hassle, personal process that helps you get through a lot of your items that you care about the most and that don't get lost in the shuffle, Regal and Rustic can help you with. With their experience, 15 years of experience in handling situations just like these. From the passing of a family member, retirement, downsizing, designing a room, foreclosure sales, or you know, new homes, uh, divorce situation, they know how to handle it with the compassion that they needs to be presented. And especially in the loss of a loved one or retirement uh, or moving into a retirement home. Uh, having that kind of thing out there is really, really huge. And depending on people to take care of situations big. Now, they don't only always deal with that. They deal with referrals, you know, auction, estates, and other sales, liquidations, whether it's bulk buying or staging the organization of an interior designer or remodeling or charity pickups and more. They do all that stuff, okay? So they specializing in including, you know, whether it be uh, knowledge from household items, from appliances, antiques, furnishing, jewelry, coins, watches, collectibles, tools, guns, or vehicles, or anything. Depend upon this company. And uh, folks, I can't say any more about the 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 professionalism that you get with Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. They are great people and they are the people that you need to depend on. Renee Sheffield and Company. Give them a call at 972-861-0231 and of course we thank them for their sponsorship here of the pregame show. So we're going to take our quick break here on the pregame show. When we come back, let's take a look at the schedule. Let's see where your Rowlett Eagles are right here. We'll also take a look at some of the other numbers. Don't forget we're going to bring in the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna. We're also going to have the Eagles recap. That's going to be towards the end of the show as well. Uh, so a lot of things to talk about in this rivalry game here on the pregame show on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. 
It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-star HVAC contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-star HVAC contractors serving RELED 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-star HVAC contractors. Spirit Outfitters be your home for any of your specialty needs. Spirit Outfitters can do it all. Whether it's screen printing, custom apparel, spirit gifts, or embroidery, Spirit Outfitters has you covered. Need personalized apparel? We can do that. Want something just for you? We can do that also. Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at thespiritoutfitters.com. never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, it is fresh. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice at your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848, or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com.
and welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It's me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio as we are here on the rivalry game, the most important game, obviously, of the season as your Eagles get ready to, you know, put up their dukes against a tough, tough opponent, that being the Saxy Mustangs, okay? Now, there are a lot of people that are talking about this game. Obviously, this will have some big-time implications out on the rest of the season. Whoever wins this game quite possibly is going to end up with the district championship. And we talked about it. We talked about people that all of a sudden want to talk about the Rowlett Eagles. Or they want to talk about the Saxing Mustangs. Or this just this uh, district in general they want to talk about. So the game takes place Friday night, 7 p.m., of course, you know we do our pregame show. We try to get it up a day before or early the day of the game. But right now in District 6A, the big time situation. And I, I was reading this article, and I'd like to thank Dylan Bauer, his dad, uh, for sending this to me. And I just want to know, who are these guys watching? I mean, I read this thing, and... You know, and just because it is the Dallas Morning News, they seem to not really get it. They don't seem to pay attention. They don't, and that's the big one, is that they don't seem to pay attention. Because when I was reading this thing, they're talking about the game of the year, which is obviously illustrates the powers that shift in the Garland ISD. And it goes in that says Garland High has been the, potent, the perennial district Front runners and the Owls won the state championship in 1999 and semifinal in 2006. And so I'm just wondering, you know, hold it, 2006 was an awful long time ago. That it refreshed my memory. Isn't this 2016? Are we talking about the Garland Owls being the t perennial team in this district for the last 10 years? Uh uh, hasn't been there. Okay, and with all due respect to the Dallas Morning News and obviously the Garland Owls, it's been one of three teams in reality. It's been the Rowlett Eagles, the um, the Rockwall Yellow Jackets when they were in this division, or the team were playing the Saxe Mustangs. So, as much as you want to respect the Dallas Morning News, I just don't know. You know, did they just look at the the scores and everything? Obviously, they do because they haven't been watching. Or they would have known for the last 10 years it's been dominated by three teams, but that's okay. Although the Garland Dallas have always been in there fighting for it. They haven't won that division or the district championship in years. So, just a, you know, gut shot to the Dallas Morning News. Pay attention to the division. I mean, if you're going to write about it, at least know what the heck you're talking about before you do. But. As they say in it, the Rowlett Eagles 7-0, 3-0 in district. They're number 5 in the 6A area rankings. And Saxe, 7-0, 3-0 in division, they're number 6 in this district. Uh, so, within the power rankings, I mean. So, these are the two leading programs within the district. So, Rowlett going in for their 12th year. Obviously, the situation, triple threat. And that part they got right. 
Preston Weeks at the quarterback position. You can say whatever you want about him. As he first started, he got the you know got his feet wet, started getting better and better and better, and now he's getting so much better throwing the football and finding his receivers. It's so huge, especially for this football team. Then you add in the fact that you have Kobe Morrow running the football as well as he had. And same thing with Kobe Morrow. When he first got going, he had to get his feet wet. We saw a lot of north and south more so than uh, east and west running. Now he's going east and west, finding the niche, and that's where he's finding his it. And then add up on the fact with Darius Dickens, who's doing so huge right now. Making an impact, obviously, you know, for this rally at Eagles football team on the offensive side of the ball. These are the guys. These are the big play guys. And you... Obviously, the big play guy in reality is you get the ball in the Darius Dickens' hands and he becomes electric. And we'll talk to Bill Morrow or, or Bill Cerna about Kobe Morrow and his, you know, coming coming of age as well as the Darius Dickens with Bill Cerna. The one, two, three punch, it looks good. But don't forget, and this is where I am hoping that everybody forgets about Cameron Vitashi has two touchdowns and 100 yards with about seven or eight catches because they'll be paying attention a little bit too much to Kobe Marlon and Darius Dickens. That's my hope. So, and looking at the other side, we got Jalen Maiden at the quarterback position, Nate Shelton, and then the running back uh, Christian Colt. Defensively, the Saxony Mustangs have only allowed 10.3 points a game. The Rowlett Eagles, 11. There's not much going to be a difference here. Especially defensively. So, this will be a good, good game for your Rowlett Eagles to go up against. And to try to make it. The prediction... I like from the Dallas Morning News is that Rowlett wins by three. A field goal, 27-24. I'm horrible at predicting games. I'm just going to go by hope. Because I want to see the Rowlett Eagles in with a perfect season. And Rowlett hasn't had that since the freshman class that's graduating this year did it when they were freshmen. So... Some big time stuff going on. Lots of stories going on in this game. And an exciting game that we're going to be able to bring to you here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Folks, you've got to listen in, okay? If you do, if you can't make it to the game, listen on the website at www.thecouchpotato.wix.com forward slash Rowlet Eagle Sports. Or you can call in, listen to the whole game via the cell phone, 347-215-7497, or if you just want to jump in and get some updates. Now, we're going to put this out and get it spread out here very soon, but all the updates will be done on the Facebook page, Rowlett Texas, and Texas being TX. That's where we'll put the posting of this rivalry game up, where you can see it. We'll also, at the halftime, we will do a video. Those who will be listening to the halftime show on the radio will do a video on the Facebook and put that up and give you our take on what we've seen through the first half of this game. And I'm talking about the 
Eagle Eye, Bill Cerna, as well as myself, will be doing that. And we'll also try to do a post-game show because we have a feeling we're not going to be able to get out of the parking lot for, for an hour. So we might as well do a uh, post-game show. We'll try to do that. All that will be done on the Facebook page is, is that we're a two-man team. We can only do so much with only two people out there doing what we do. Okay. So updating it and keeping it up to date, we can only do it on one website. And we decided that would be the Rowlett Texas page on Facebook. That's where all the updates will be there, the live updates when they score. Now, if you don't see any scoring or any updates, I mean nothing has been going on. And we'll try to let you know nothing has been going on. Scores still the same. Uh, we'll try to do that. But again, realize that Bill Cerner and I are the only ones that are producing, directing, doing the play-by-play, updating on Facebook and all that. We're a two-man team. We do the best that we can. So we will keep everybody updated up on that page. So just want to keep everybody apprised of that as far as that is concerned. Also, the live play-by-play over there as well as this pregame show. So we're going to take another quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. I just wanted to throw that in about the Dallas Morning News being, you know, maybe a couple of years behind on who's been really dominating this district in reality more so than their interpretation of what they remember from years ago. So the last four to five, you know, actually the last 10 years, this 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 whole district right here has been dominated by three teams in reality when Rockwall has been involved, but really, really two. And and actually, I'm quite disappointed to see where the Garland Owls are today as far as where they are as far as their results on the football field this year, unfortunately, because I always liked that Garland Owl game. So maybe something will come up. Maybe they'll put up some Dukes you know, a little bit better on the last game of the season. That's what I'm hoping for because I like that game. So, but today, rivalry game. Rowlett Eagles, Saxy Mustangs, 7 p.m., HBJ Stadium. Your coverage on the Couch Potato Sports Show. So we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, and we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about the stats that we've seen so far, and I'm not going to go into stats on both sides. I'm going to talk about the stats for your Rowlett Eagles and some of the other observations that we made. Then we'll go into the Eagle Recap. And then we'll bring in the Eagle Eye himself, Bill Cerna, my right-hand man, well, left-hand man, side man in uh, HBJ Stadium. Uh, so we'll bring him in for his take as this is a big, big game, and I know he's got a lot to say. We'll do that here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. In 1998, Scooter's Coffee was born. Co-founders Don and Linda Eccles began their amazing journey when they opened up their first drive-thru coffee house in Bellevue, Nebraska. Their motto is, amazing people serving amazing drinks amazingly fast. Scooter's only roast from the top 10% specialty coffee beans in the world. And their specialty? The Caramelicious. If you're new to Scooter's, you can't go wrong with ordering this rich velvety caramel gem. So make sure you check out Scooter's Coffee, located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive-thru so you can get onto your business real quick. That's Scooter's Coffee, located in Rowlett. 
Buying or selling your home could be the single most important decision you make in your life. You need someone with the experience and know-how to help you through this decision. Brian Chadwick of JP and Associate Realtors has you covered. Knowing the specifics of the Rowlett and Rockwall area is his specialty. Contact Brian at 972-533-9059 or visit him on the web at brianchadwick.jphomesforsale.com. That's Brian with a Y, not nychadwick.jphomesforsale.com. At Chang Lee Saekwondo, learn the art of self-defense, discipline, respect, physical development, and mental focus. Become the best that you can be. At Chang Lee Saekwondo, we offer an after-school program, fitness kickboxing, birthday parties, summer camp, and homeschool classes. Check out our one-year anniversary special. Two weeks in a free uniform for $19.99. That's right, $19.99 gets you two weeks and the free uniform. Check out Chang Lee's at 469-506-4483 or visit them on the web at mychanglees.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. Are you in need of an electrician in the Rowlett, Rockwall, or Saxe area? What kind of electrical work needs to be done, residential, business, or industrial? Contact Allen Bauer Electric for all of your electrical needs. It's important to have a qualified, licensed electrician taking care of any electrical problems you may be having, so your loved one or customers are safe. We have built our business on quality for a fair price, and good customer service, but of course... Give Alan Bauer Electric a call at 214-356-0197 and tell him Sonny sent you. Alan Bauer Electric, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. All right, we are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, your radio play-by-play of your Rowlett Eagles varsity football team. I'm trying to encourage Bill Cerna uh, to get in and do the play-by-play, so I might throw him in on a couple drives in the first half as well as the second half. Um, he doesn't know this, and he won't know this because he won't unless he hears it before, uh, because he usually does the segment and listens to the pregame show on his way in to the game. So, that having been said, Bill. You're on the clock. I'm going to try to bring him in for a couple of drives here in the first half and second half if he feels comfortable doing it. So let's keep our fingers crossed, see if he can. And I'll try to do his job. He'll try to do mine. So it'll be kind of fun uh, to go. Uh, But on the biggest game of the... Now, 
you're looking at the Rowlett Eagles as where they are. Obviously, having the season that they have had right now, uh, being undefeated at this portion of the season, there is absolutely no doubt in my mind um, that the excitement that's going... By the way, the excitement in this town is huge, by the way, as this rivalry game. Whether it be... I, and I, on purpose have driven around Rowlett and walking around to certain places and people are actively talking about this game in restaurants and, and things of that sort. I went to a couple of restaurants and didn't, no one, I mean, if you're not looking for me, you probably don't know I'm there. Um, so I, I'm listening to people in the excitement amongst this town as well as Saxy. I mean, obviously everybody knows what this game represents. Everybody knows the importance of this game as well. So when you look at everything as far as the standings, let's talk about the standings in 6A, Region 2, District 10. Okay? Now, in reality, when you're looking at a football team that is undefeated, you got to be happy with that. But I want to, I want, as far as the standings and how they come out, how they figure out who's in first, who's in seven, second within the district and the rankings. Right now, Saxe's in first place. Okay? Why? Because on average, or the, not on average, but the amount of points that have been scored against the team is how they figure out who's in first and second and third places. Uh, within ties, okay? And right now, the Saxe Mustangs are in first place because they've only given up 31 points. Your Rowlett Eagles, they're in second place, only giving up 33 points so far to this point of the season. Obviously, the first team, the team who wins will take over the first place position regardless of that um, in reality. So... If the other team wins out and the team who wins tonight drops one, we'll go right back to that as well. But something tells me. Now, looking at this division, this is a tight race in reality when you think about what's going on. Three more games for all the teams that are out there. Your Rowlett Eagles and Saxe right up on top, as we said. Now, the Eagles have only scored 119 points within district and the Saxe Mustangs have scored 124. See how close these games this game is. And we'll talk about those numbers a little bit more when we talk to Bill Cerna. This is a big one. So we're gonna have a long pregame show uh, going out today. But let's talk about the standings right now. 6A, Region 2, District 10. Saxe right now, Rowlett. Here's the interesting part. Third and fourth place. The Naaman Forest Rangers, 2-1. and one. They've only given up 39 points out on this season, which includes the game against Rowlett. And then the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. Now, they've given up a lot of points. They've given up 74. And these are all district games, not overall, but district. So, Naaman Forest, Lakeview Centennial could be the ones that are battling for third and fourth place. But, don't forget about Garland. Don't forget about uh, 
North Garland. If they end up winning out, this could make a very interesting spot for third and fourth place. It also could be very interesting depending on what happens in this game and if the other teams win out, who ends up in second place. They could be battling for second and third place. And folks, if they get first and second place, the playoff, the first round is going to be around here somewhere. Last year, it was over at HBJ Stadium. How exciting was that? So the importance of whoever loses this game, whether it be Saxe or Rowlett, they've got to continue and finish out and win the rest of the games. An example, if for some reason the Rowlett Eagles lose this game, they need to come back and get that victory against the Neyman Forest, or uh, the Lakeview Centennial Patriots next week. So if a loss happens... The Rowlett Eagles have got to make sure that they don't forget the rest of the season because of those other teams that are fighting the battle. As the Eagles have the Lakeview Centennial Patriots and the Garland Owls. Now, having been said, if Saxey loses the game, they have Damon Forrest the next week. So, either one of these teams, whoever loses it, They've got to make sure that they come back and get back to business because next week's game are a big-time tough games for both teams, whoever will do that. And we'll talk a little bit more about that with Bill Cerna going into it. So, But your standings in this division or this district is, is, is very important, especially the losing team continues to win for the rest of the season. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. But when you look at the Rowlett Eagles and where they are, you've got to be happy. And and so, and and everybody likes stats. So we're going to take a look at the team stats for your Rowlett Eagles as they go into tonight's ball game. Of course, let's talk about the team, team, where this football team is, where they are. Your Rowlett Eagles, we talked about it, receiving yards over 200 yards and the national average is 175 so the Raleigh Eagles have about 25 yards more than the national average rushing your Raleigh Eagles are at 182.4 national average is 180 so they're right there just a little bit above the national average National average for touchdowns on the season. As a team, your Rowlett Eagles have 31. The national average is 28, so they're above there. Now, the tackles, they're a little bit behind in tackles. Your Rowlett Eagles, 45.4 tackles per game. The national average is 47. So they're a little bit behind the ball there. And in sacks... Seven sacks on the season for your Rowlett Eagles. The national average is nine. And interceptions, your Rowlett Eagles have five interceptions out on the season. And the national average is six. So they're right there on the averages on where they're at and what they're doing. Your Rowlett Eagles also, 95 of 176 overall passing with Hermes as well as uh, Weeks and a couple other guys who have thrown it here and there. 1,406 yards total, so a 54% completion rating, not the horrible thing. Passing yards again at that 200 yards, so that's where all that comes from. Rowlett Eagles on average throw 13 completions a game. 
So we're going to see some plays, and then we're going to see a lot of plays. And if a team gets behind, I think we're going to see an abandoning of the run. If a team gets behind, and I don't know if that would be good or bad, depending on the quarterback. And we'll talk about those numbers with Bill Cerna because that, that one's going to be huge So um, for your Eagles. Ten passing touchdowns out on the season for your Eagles right now. Looking where your Eagles are at, as far as some other stats that I think are pretty impressive, is your rushing. 259 yard, or carries for 1,277. Now, when you look at the other side, Saxy Mustangs are going to have more. We already, uh, just to let you know that, we're going to cover that, but just be ready for that. But that'll be a question on the defenses, where they will be in order to stop that. Receiving yards for your Rowlett Eagles, 1,406 yards. Receiving yards out there, big time. Averaging, again, 13.9 yards a catch. So, uh, you got to like what's going on uh, for your Rowlett Eagles on the offensive side of the yard. Total all-purpose yards, rushing yards, 1,277. Receiving yards, 1,406. Uh, kickoff returns, 522 punt returns 184 yards interception yards only 53 but all-purpose yards 3,442 yards and then per game 491 those are pretty good numbers as far as the offense is concerned going into it we talked about the sacks only seven sacks out on the season for your eagles uh but Total tackles for this team, 215. Um, assisted tackles, 105. So total tackles altogether, 318 tackles on the season. 45.4 tackles per game. And here's a big one I like. Big number I like. Tackles for loss, 40.5. Those, That's a big number. I like to see that. Uh, five interceptions out on the season for your Rowlett Eagles where they are today. They have six fumble recoveries um, for the Rowlett Eagles. That is huge as well. They've caused eight fumbles on the season, blocked one punt, and three blocked field goals. And in a game where three points may win this game, that blocked field goal stat is a uh, one that you like to see and you kind of sal salivate over that. I like it. It feels good. So, 31 total touchdowns for your Rowlett Eagles on the season, a total of 232 points, averaging 33 points a game for your Rowlett Eagles where they are right now. 20 rushing touchdowns, receiving 19, and then they got two kickoff returns for touchdowns. So, on average, the Eagles are at least scoring four touchdowns a game, which puts the Rowlett right at that 28 30 points and if you score that many points you've got to depend on your defense to win the game then because your offense has done a good job four touchdowns one each frame you gotta like that but something tells me this is gonna be a little bit different for this game as it's the rivalry game so that having been said we took a look at some of the stats we'll go a little bit more in depth on the individual stats when we talk with the eagle eye bill cerna in our next
segment. But what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We are going to go ahead and do the Eagles recap. That is going to happen in the next segment. Then we'll go ahead and bring on the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerna, as we continue rolling on through the pregame show. Of course, that pregame show being brought to you by Regal and Rustic Estate Sales of Dallas. Hey, folks, you know, if you have the need, if you need some assistance, you have an item that you just don't trust for yourself to sell or you don't have the way of getting it done in a correct way, folks, I'm going to tell you Regal and Rustic has the situation that will help you get the job done and do what you need for it to get done in order for you to get the best amount of money for what you're trying to get. Renee Sheffield of Regal and Rustic Estate Sales of Dallas will get that job done. And you don't just have to be in Rowlett. She works all over the DFW area. So she's going to be out there doing what she needs to do in order to help you get the results that you need for your sale. Whether it's your estate sale, whether it's just a certain specialty item. Let her get that job for you. Give her a call at 972-861-0231 or visit her on the web at www.regalandrustic.com. We'll take the quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, let's do the one and only, the fun, the exciting Eagles recap. We'll do that here on the other side, here on the Couch Potato Sports Show in the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Saxy Mustangs live from HBJ Stadium in Garland, Texas on Friday night, 7 p.m. Not 7.30, folks. Get that word out, too, because we get a lot of late people. We see the lines of people because we're in the booth coming in a little bit late. Get out here early. And also, just to let you all know, don't forget, as the Rowlett Eagles Booster Club is going to be out there, they're going to have the tailgate. It's going to start at 5 o'clock. Now, I'll be there early. I'm going to try to take a step out there as we get ready to call the game and stuff. I'm going to go out and hopefully uh, someone will have a bowl of jambalaya for me, which, by the way, is awful, awful good. And, yes, I'm going to take a, you know, take the shrimp out. But it is so good, folks, I'm telling you. And come on out. they got grills you can throw food on, bring some food, bring something to share with people. Have a good time and enjoy the night before and before you walk in and watch your Rowlett Eagles in action. And now we're in 45 minutes of a nice, you know, tailgate party. Uh, tell your bosses, that's what they say in the thing. Tell your bosses the importance of this game and why you need to be out early. And heck, bring your boss along. They'll have a good time. Good family fun, too, at a quality price as well. Because when can you go out and do anything with a family of four for $28 or less? Get out there and enjoy your Rowlett Eagles varsity football game. It's going to be an exciting uh, atmosphere, loud as well. So I got that crowd mic going. It's going to be so cool. So make sure you check it out. Get out there. We'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show in your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. At Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. 
We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. Don't just call any heating and air conditioning repairman. Call an expert. At Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning, we are your experts. Whether it's a seasonal maintenance that keeps your system running at a peak efficiency or a complete replacement of your system, Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning does it all. Common Sense Solutions for your home comfort. Stevenson's, where quality is our standard, not our goal. Give them a call at 972-475-3227 or check them out on the web at stevensonshvac.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Unpleasant surprises can be annoying, but sometimes they can be devastating. If your retirement plan is vulnerable to unpleasant surprises, you do have a choice. There are strategies that can help ensure any surprise is a welcome one and reduce the threats to your retirement. Nest Egg Wealth Advisors specialize in helping protect your portfolio from unpleasant surprises. Visit nesteggadvice.com or give them a call at 972-412-6064 to request a guide to your nice, predictable retirement. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news, news and talk. talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover high school sports. So let's do this.
everybody. Welcome me to the Couch Potato Sports Show and your 2016-2017 Rowlett Eagles Recap. A recap being brought to you by April Ivy of Ivy League Realty for all your realty needs. Whether you're buying or selling your home, make sure you come in contact with April Ivy at 214-524-8500. Five two or visit her on the web at www.ivyleaguerealty.com. Here is the action of your Rowland Eagles taking on the South Garland Colonels from last week from HBJ Stadium. We near one far as Weeks gets the ball off there. Dickens, Dickens gets the alley, takes it to the 40, getting around the corner down to the 30-yard line. As that was just a nice blocking down the field for the wide receiver screen and bringing them down there was car. Yeah, and that's just a vintage Ladarius Dickens. You know, he just put some work on his It's probably defending and maybe they'll get to the sideline uh, luckily, uh, Carl was able to bring him down uh, right alongside the Colonels. Hand off the ball, gets in the air, so touchdown! Ballet! Eagle team just went on the right side. I think they saw that opening was really big on that last play because Marl found a way. He's a touchdown with the Eagles. Yeah, for them. And they got it to the line with the puck on that. And uh, usually they get the line, they pond and miss the sideline. They actually got the line and snap the ball real quick. I think that's the Colonel off the Colonel's off, uh, off the football. So the Rowlett Eagles, they bring in their kicking squad. And Albina on for the Eagles as the ball snap, ball down, kick up, and it goes downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. So the Eagles have a crunch here early, 7 minutes and 41 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Let's break out on the football field. Let's take that same break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You're listening to the coverage of the 2016-2017 Rowlett Eagles varsity football team. As they go ahead and they are going to line up for the kick, that being the Colonels. For that 41-yard field goal, it is Lopez going to handle the kicking duties here. Ball snap, ball down, kick up, and the hand got on that one and missed it to the left-hand side. And who got on there? It's, uh, it's right through there. Your, your mic's not on there, so let me hear you, man. Again, I, I, I don't uh, think they even got a hand on it. We didn't get close to it, but it looks like he just kicked it to the left. There. Got it. So uh, the Eagles are going to take over there on downs after, well, after the missed field goal. So the Eagles primed to make a pretty good run. Here to try to get up. Eagles now second down and one. Ball on their own 32 yard line. They got to get it to the 33. They go ahead. They back and play action. Weeks going to go downfield. Over the middle. Caught by Dickens. He breaks tackle. You were talking about it, Bill. I mean, it wasn't just one. It's a two gets in order to bring him down. They get the big play down to the 39 yard line. Yeah, and Super's going to say First of all, you know when Dickens gets a ball out, he's never going to bring him down. Second of all, what a pass. We can it across the middle. So we we can just run by four guys and he put right there, right in the middle of the numbers. Push it down and touchdown! Wow, Ed Eagles and Preston Weeks just using, you can see his legs chugging and just churning to get into the end zone on that right hand side. Well, I'm telling you, the Colonels are not making it easy on, on uh, Weeks running that ball, but 
you know, at his uh, frame, that, you know, six foot three, six foot four frame, he was able just to lean forward and be able to reach across that goal line and get a touchdown. Well, use the momentum because he started low and he pushed up, and, and you're going to have a hard time bringing him in. I think they're on for the extra point for the Eagles while snap ball down, kicked up, and it goes downtown for the Rowland Eagles. So a break out on the football field. Here's a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, and your Rowland Eagles all right, we are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Tried to sneak one in. It didn't work. An extra one. Two for two near for the Eagles. Ball at their own 13-yard line on third down and 20. Weeks with the pass, and it's a little wobbler. Intercepted there. Number four, that was Moore. Moore rushing it back here to the 20. And before he was brought down by Ladarius Dickens. And so the, I, the ball was in the air. with a little wobbler, and I think that's what ended up causing the interception. And now the Colonels, they are actually prime. Look where they get the ball at the 19-yard line of the Rowlett Eagles after the Anderson's first down for uh, the Colonels and Dabney. Dabney in backfield. They got one by one near two in the backfield. Dabney looked a little fader into the corner in the end zone. Up in the air. Touchdown, Colonels. Nice catch on the far side, Bill. Where's the number? Who was that who caught that one? Is it's too far for me to be able to see. That's the one that we've been calling all night, uh, Matthews. Matthews, yeah. Comes down with that. And that was almost like a jump ball. Yes, it was. Um, Davis just wasn't ready for it. He didn't turn around quick enough for three. Here yeah. comes Reed. Fair on second down. Ball caught. Almost intercepted. It's caught by Watts. Watts wins a hole down the sideline. To the third. He's got to make a play. He's got to go out of bounds. Good idea there. Um, I thought he was going to try to cut it back, but he didn't. Goes out of bounds at around the 25-yard line. As he found the alley, there was a cluster of blue jerseys, and he just squeaked right through it, Bill. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And um, like you mentioned before, uh, Moore almost got the interception again, uh, but uh, he was able to bring it down. Uh, you know, if, uh, if the defender coming at an angle instead of uh, trying to cut down, and can cut that angle. Three, three yeah, one fire. They're going to do the same thing. Weeks going around. Fires a and that was just the same play, the same big hole. They know they can go right on this football team, Bill, and that was a big hole. Yeah, and, and not just one of the players who came to the road, but it was an arena that they did, and they came up with one anyways. Uh, time, and they got to that ball snap and got moved and kept the uh, South Island uh, on their heels. Eagles bring on Aldana. As the Eagles get into the end zone, it's 20 to 6, 6.58 left to go. And Aldano with the kick, he goes up and he goes downtown. And the marching band takes the duck so they don't get knocked in the head. The Eagles have the lead, 21 to 6 here. Break out on the football field and mark. Weeks back to pass. He's looking on the side. Ball turn. Cameron. Whoa. He's got the ball caught. Wow. Eagles. There's the yellow hanky for unnecessary roughness. But the ball hung up in the air. And I couldn't get the name. I was looking for Cameron Vitasha. He had to turn around and catch that one. And a yellow hanky in the end zone. That will go against him. For the Eagles. Three near. One car for your Eagles. They hand it off tomorrow. Marl dances around. Rolls around the play. Pushes it up to the 40. Now to the 30. Using the speed 20. Now 10, 5, touchdown. Miles spin off of his player as he ran into his player off 
the spin and just downtown right to the end zone there, Bill. Yeah, and that's when I uh, got started. It looked like he was maybe stopped in the backfield as, uh, as you're right. He did have this kind of like the kind of the line that he was able to come in uh, the line and then go right off the court and just uh, split the defenders and go uh, right in the end zone. He really spin off his back. It was kind of cool off of the offensive lineman. So here comes Aldino with the kick up and he goes downtown and the Eagles says so the Eagles go up 35 to 6 here with 3 minutes and 1 second left to go. Quick break on the football field. We'll be right back. At Regal and Rustic. Third down and 12 for the Eagles. The wide receiver package is too far one near and Kobe Morrow in the backfield with Gary Hermes waiting on the snap. Play action. Putting up a little save pass. Wow! Hey, Eagles, that was Chappelle, wasn't it, there, Bill? That was 15. Yeah. Wow, we haven't really called the name too much so far this year. So. <laughs> that was a great pass by Gary Hermes. It was a great pass, and it was a great separation from the defender that Chappelle had as he got the pass to the five yard line and the end zone. Sweet pass coming from Gary Hermes. He gets the touchdown, and they bring on the kicking unit. All right, new kicker for the Raleigh Eagles. Let's find out who this is. Number 38. So we'll find out who the Bill. I'm going to leave that up to Bill. No, it's this person. Is that Aldana? Yeah. Okay, it was Aldana. I just saw it on a different side. Thank you, Bill. So Aldana kicks the extra point three, 42 to 6 in favor of the Raleigh Eagles. So break out on the football field. Need to break out on the down in. Goal from the five-yard line. Hermes gets the snap. Going around the corner, trying to find a hole. Touchdown! Wow! And Eagles get Hermes doesn't get this one called back, so he gets in for his first touchdown of the night. No, and that was a great job by him following his uh, his blockers and being able to scoop from the outside once he caught up there. That gap will open up and then was able to scamper easily in the end Yeah, he's got some speed on him too, boy. That's the, he can move. Aldana in for the extra point. So the Rowhead Eagles trying to extend this. 48 6 we're going to try to go to 49. Ball snap, ball down, kick up, and he goes downtown for the Rowhead Eagles. So a break out on the football field after the extra point. The Eagles have the lead, 49 to 6. 11 minutes and 51 seconds left to go here in this fourth quarter. Break out get something built up, trying to get some positivity going. Here comes the pass. It's going to go deep down the field. Araka fighting the battle. He catches the ball to the 20, to the 10, 5, touchdown, South Dolan. He was tackled right there at the line there. And, um... And Sydney in the backfield. Too far one near for the two-point conversion. They tried to get it off to Sydney, and Sydney is pulled back from behind, so the two-point conversion is no good. But the Colonels get up on the board, and they have the lead here. Um, they're trailing in this game, 49 to 12, but at least they get up on the board again. So that's twice they get up there, so that is a good thing. So here comes the Colonels, pass down. The defender falls down, 
ball caught, say la vie. Touchdown for the Colonels. And you have to get that number for me as well there, Bill. I even got my glasses on, can't see that far. That's going to do it for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We even had 12 minutes to spare uh, in our regular broadcast. The last four games, we've been all the way on the website. So thanks, everybody, for giving us a listen here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. 49 to 20, you Eagles get the victory here tonight. Impressive, Bill. And, and that's your Rowlett Eagles recap here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. The Eagles recap being brought to you by April Ivy of Ivy League Realty. Again, for all your realty needs, whether you're buying or selling your home or you're just in the market, come in contact with April Ivy at 214-524-8552 or visit her on the web at ivyleaguerealty.com. And that is your Eagles recap here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. So we're going to take that quick break again here. And when we come back, let's bring in the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerna, here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-star HVAC contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-star HVAC contractors serving Relev 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-star HVAC contractors. Spirit Outfitters be your home for any of your specialty needs. Spirit Outfitters can do it all. Whether it's screen printing, custom apparel, spirit gifts, or embroidery, Spirit Outfitters has you covered. Need personalized apparel? We can do that. Want something just for you? We can do that also. Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at thespiritoutfitters.com.
ready for the start. We can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslo Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at CosloInsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? This is Sonny Clark, Radio Voice, and your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848. Or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. Prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com. Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It's me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio as we are here on the pregame show as we are on our last segment. And who do I bring in? I bring in a guy that, folks, that sees a lot more than I do. He also has a knack about him when it comes to figuring out certain things that happen out on the football field, um, knowing certain rules quickly in his head. I know the rules, but they comes a lot faster to, in his head than it does mine. And we don't call him the Eagle Eye for nothing. It is the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerna. How you doing, Bill? Hey, if you're going to call me, you got to get it right. 
That's right. Yeah. They got to get got to get smooth it in right there. So hey, there, we are here. Yeah. It is it, it, it's an exciting time of the year as the Eagles seven and zero. And before we get into it, let's talk a little bit about that seven and zero. When we were getting set to sit down at you know the beginning of the season and just to get to this game. I mean, I don't know about you. I didn't expect the team to be undefeated. I didn't expect them to be where they're at right now as far as a team and playing well. Is this a shock to you, or would you have expected them to be at the stage uh, where they are uh, without a loss? Well, um, no, without a loss, it's definitely a surprise uh, because of, you look at that uh, out-of-district schedule and, and uh, you know, uh, Rockwell's had our number for the last few years. So knowing that we'd have that game uh, to play there at the Cotton Bowl, uh, you know, I was very questionable about that, about that game. So, you know, looking at the district game so far, yes, I felt comfortable with uh, where we stand in the, in the district, but uh, uh, the all 4 no in that uh, in that tough uh, non-district uh uh, schedule uh, was surprising, uh, um, and ex- especially losing you know your uh, your leader from last year, your your main guy, your main quarterback, the one that the whole offense uh, revolved around for the most part. So uh, yeah, it was uh, it's that's been a pleasant surprise. It's nice to be here at seven and zero as we get you know ready to go into the rival game, the first few games within district. Unfortunately, we haven't played anybody with any caliber that we are going to see here tonight when the Saxy Mustangs are invading HBJ Stadium. No, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, um, uh, we're we're going to see something a little bit different than what we've seen. You know, at uh, they're a lot like. Um, uh, Fossil Ridge was, you know, they're they're quick on the pass and then they're quick striking. Uh, we're going to see a lot of that. I think the biggest difference is going to be uh, um, their defense. I don't think their uh, defense uh, is as strong as what um, we've seen with some of these other teams. I think, uh, you know, it, uh, I think we're going to see some flaws in there, and I think we're going to be able to capitalize. But it's going to come down to what can our defense do. Well, that was interesting because when I was looking at this team as a, as a whole, and as far as the Rowlett Eagles were concerned, at the beginning of the season, to compare where they are, we've had guys step up. Obviously, looking at what we've got with Kobe Morrow, you know, senior. Uh, looking at what we got with Ladarius Dickens on the offensive side, senior. Then we get the junior, the the quarterback, and Preston Weeks as he's been the main guy really uh, since this team hit district to take over the quarterback position, um, except for last week's game as we saw Hermes come in at halftime as we had the game pretty much in hand at that time. So I think the idea to get the Raleigh Eagles where they are to this point, even if they had taken a loss at that point, um, this is a really good uh, offense that we are seeing from the Rowlett Eagles going into quite possibly, well, not quite possibly, it is. It's the most important game of the season. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It's, it's important in, in a couple uh, uh, ways. First of all, you know, we you'd love to see the team go 10 and 0 going into the playoffs, uh, and you know, obviously, you have to get through Saxy to to do that. Second of all, this is going to be um, pretty much the game that's going to tell us whether we're going to uh, win the district or be runner-up in the district, which is going to be a uh, huge thing for uh, the first and the second round of the playoffs. 
And, and the timing that, that this whole situation is to get on the roll um, to move into the playoffs. I mean, I, the playoffs, that's a given. That's going to happen. We're making it for the 12th time yet again. It's just on whether or not in the first round we're going to take a long trip down near the Waco area or if we're going to stay around here locally like we did last year as we played the game right here at HBJ Stadium. So it would be nice to finish in the top two. But even at that point, as far as the Raleigh Eagles are concerned, they get the victory here tonight as they take on the Saxe Mustang football team. they got to keep it rolling because they go into yet another game against Lakeview Centennial Patriots with another football team that's fighting for you know uh, positioning within the playoffs as well. So tonight's game is important, but they can't forget about what's going to happen next week. No, absolutely uh, right. But obviously, the focus can be on uh, tonight's game, as as you know, it, uh, you want to take care of business tonight, and then uh, against uh, such a good team. It just, you know, at the last couple of years that we've been calling the Rowlett games, Saxy's always been the last game of the season. Think about how ideal that would have been if we had gone the last yes. game of the season, and both of us were nine and zero. So, uh, you know, it's it's close already, uh, as we're both seven and zero. But how ideal of a last game of the week uh, this would have been? I mean, they're talking about this game throughout the Metroplex. This is going to be yes, the game are. of the week uh, uh, around uh, around the whole Metroplex because uh, uh, it's not that often that you get this late in, in the season and and have two uh, undefeated teams playing each other. Not only that, they're rivalry teams, right? And within this district, and of course we lose the over-the-bridge rival with the Rockwell Yellow Jackets, but we still got them in this in the uh, series uh, once again to play. But that one was at Cotton Bowl uh, Stadium. But looking at this, I, I was reading everywhere. It's really obvious that a lot of people are not keeping up with this district. I'll tell you the reason why. I was reading an article. They were talking about the Garland Owls being the front runner in this uh, district, and over the last you know 10 years in reality it's been Rockwall when they've been in this uh, district as well as the Saxony Mustangs and Rowlett Eagles uh, yes the Owls have been there but really over the last four to five years we have seen a mainstay with Rockwall and uh, Rowlett as well as Saxony so two Two teams that the Raleigh Eagles have that rivalry with, um, but moving into this game, Bill, and we, we talk about you know looking at the NFL, seeing what the Giants did a few years back as far as getting on the roll at the right time. I think it's important for the Raleigh Eagles to get on this roll right now to get this victory here tonight and then go into that game to Lakeview. So. If there are any mistakes, they can maybe take care of it in the Garland game before they hit the playoffs. So, you know, I think in reality, not not necessarily motivation, but more so when you look at that. How about not, how about it? Not, it's not motivation I'm looking for. Um, momentum going into these last three games uh, are huge as well. Yeah, you're absolutely you're absolutely right, and and uh, you know what, uh, uh, Garland is not the team that it has been in the last few years, as they're having a, a down season this year. But uh, you know what, if we can, uh, uh, you know, get past these two games, it definitely gives us some time to uh, uh, take care of business with, with Garland, get the guys, uh, you know, 
healing some of those bumps and bruises, and that way we get ready for the for the playoffs. You know, you mentioned about the playoffs and where we'd go uh, with the new alignment this year. First round, whether we uh, uh, come in first or second in our district, we're going to be staying in the area. Uh, last year, we you know we uh, first round uh, we played against. Um, uh, teams from the Wake area, Colleen area. Uh, this year, actually, first round is against uh, District 9, which is Skyline, Richardson Schools. So uh, no matter what, we'll be close to home, but we want to play at home. So that's why we want that number one seed. The second, uh, second round, same thing, we'll stay in the area. Not till the third round is, uh, is when we would actually um, uh, be playing against some Houston teams, uh, one of them being the Woodlands, which is one of the top teams in the nation. So uh, def- definitely uh, uh, would have uh, um, some big games there. But you, you definitely want to make sure you go into the playoffs on a roll. Uh, you know, sometimes they always say, you know, you might want to lose one before you get there. At this time of the year, you, you want to keep winning. You want to keep that uh, uh, that streak going. It gives you that much more uh, momentum and the motivation when, once you are in the playoffs. And taking a look at this, as you look at the standings here, as far as the division your Red Eagles play in, they play in 6-H and 2, District 10, and how they figure out for the second place, they do it by points that have been given up within district, and the Red Eagles, unfortunately, have given up 11 points, and the Rockwall Yorkets, they didn't give up that many. They've given up right here uh, the number, uh, mark that, uh, the points against this. The Rowlett Eagles have given up 33 points, and the Saxe Mustangs have given up 31 points. That's why they're doing it in max preps. Is that the way that it's being done in the other standings throughout, or am I looking at the wrong place? No, I think you're, uh, you're yeah, you're looking at the wrong places. Uh, right now, uh, uh, Rallis defense has given up, I think it was down to like 20, uh, 24 or 26 points a game. Uh, Saxe, sound, that sounds about right. They've given up a, uh, um, close to 40 points a couple times. Uh, but, you know, Rowlett, uh defense is, is, especially coming in district, uh, they've really uh, stiffened up a lot more. I know, uh, you know, South Garland scored 20 points last year, or last week, but it was a lot of it was in a in kind of cleanup mode, you know, it, uh, it was uh, they got uh, 14 of those points towards the end of the game there, and uh, uh, those were uh, on second against second and third uh, uh, teams. So, you know, at the, before then we we'd only given up 13 points the last two games. So the the defense is really coming together. That first team defense is really coming together. But they're gonna have their biggest test this this week uh, with uh, uh, with Saxe. Yeah, and that's what I was going to look at. We're looking at the stats for for the Rowlett Eagles and what we're getting, um, especially when you looked at the offense. You look at a well-balanced offense from Rowlett, whether it's running, whether it's throwing, or getting the, uh, you know, you know, two-headed monster in the backfield with Preston Weeks even running the football. You're looking at an overall balanced offense, more so when you look at the Saxe Mustangs. The Saxe Mustangs are a football team that is going to throw the football, but they can also run it too. So we're getting the same type of offenses going up against each other. So it's really going to be all about the defenses out on the football field, wouldn't you think, here tonight? Yeah, absolutely. And that's like I mentioned uh, in the very beginning. I think it's going to come down to um, how well uh, Rallis defense can 
can hold down that sexy offense. I, I, I'm not saying shut them down because it's, it's going to be tough to shut them down. But, you know, Absolutely. at Rowlett, the, the last two years they've scored uh, against Sachs, they've scored 44 and 48 points. So they've, they've put in the points up against Sachs. I expect to see that uh, continue to happen. I think the big question mark is going to be is how well is our defense going to be able to slow down that Sachs offense. Well, and they get um, uh, their quarterback last year. We took on the Saxe Mustangs last week. Um, after the game, I found out a little bit later where Maiden had an ankle, high ankle problem that he'd been, you know, working with for three weeks before that. I talked to some of the family members and friends of him that he was working. They were in this game. Now it looks like we're getting a healthy Jalen Maiden at the quarterback position, and you know, we thought we had a nice two-headed monster in the backfield, but also Jaden Mazing, he can also run the football as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely right. He's, he has, uh, what, almost 400 yards in just rushing this year, and uh, and he's thrown, um, what, 17 touchdowns so far through the seven games. So he's um, definitely uh, somebody that you're going to have to keep an eye on. You know, we've seen in the past with these running uh, quarterbacks where we've been able to shut them down, uh, and I think uh, Coach Stevens really puts together a good game plan to uh, to uh, shut him down and and uh, focus on not letting him run and making him force him to pass that ball. Uh, I, I think with the experience we have in our secondary, I think that's going to definitely benefit the Rallied Eagles. And that's what I wanted to talk about next. We talked about it. If they are going to go to the pass, Jalen Mayne, like you said, 111 for 174 attempts. So uh, he's completing 63% of his passes, 17 touchdowns, as you said, compared to only three interceptions. Those are big numbers coming from this guy. But like you said, he can rush the football as he uh, rushed the ball 377 yards and six touchdowns. But he's going to be trying to get the ball to Cole as Cole, you know, uh, or uh, Cole out of the backfield. As he's been, he's been a good guy that can get the ball a lot, but more in the fact when you look at who he's going to get the ball to, he's going to get it to Sheldon. Sheldon, 31 catches, 784 yards, 11 touchdowns. So really, when you look at the dynamics, what the Eagles have been able to do this year, and I don't know if you agree with me or not, once they see an obvious like that, they will be able to shut this guy down and they will want them to try to beat them a different way. But it's you look in, the, like you said, the secondary, you got Gordon out there, but the guy that's really leading the pack and making sure everybody knows where they need to go, Dylan Bauer. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, it's actually... Uh, offense has five receivers that have over ten receptions this year. So, you know, Maiden knows how to uh, spread the ball out, but you're absolutely right. Sheldon is his big uh, time receiver. I think uh, he's their big receiver for uh, for big plays. You know, of his 17 touchdown passes, 11 of them have gone to Sheldon. So that's that's the big key uh, playmakers. And then, you know, you have Cole coming out of the backfield. And Cole's only a junior. So, you know, yeah. Maiden and Cole next year are going to be a powerful punch to be able to stop. The good thing, though, is that's that's um, Rallet's strength is to is on the offense or defense on shutting down the rush. So you know, we talked early in the year about how many long plays that they've uh, that Rallet's given up so far this year, and uh, they really haven't given anybody substantial drives. Um, Time management drives, uh, uh, long drives down the field. Uh, any scores that Relic has given up has been on the long, uh, on, on long plays. 
Oh, and they have been able to score after those two. Normally, that deflates a football team, and you get those big plays, and you're like, ah, and uh, as us watching the game. But the players, they ignore it, man. I'm going to tell you, this is a good rebound team. When something like that happens, this football team's able to put it together and come out up on top. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And then, you know, like I mentioned, you know, Wallace given up 15 touchdowns this year. 11 of those uh, 15 touchdowns have been by over 30 yards. So, you know, the Rowlett defense, they know when to step up. They stepped up with the, with the big teams they, they played. You know, they uh, got a, a big lead on Rockwall and then let them back in the game. But, um, they, you know, defense really came together when it needed to. Same with Louisville. You know, they were able to shut them down right at the end of the game. You know, Rowlett has played those tough, Games um, and and needed the defensive stands to uh, to make a difference in the game. You know, at, uh, we've seen that so much better this year. We've seen so much better time management this year on drive. This is the type of game that those things are going to be more valuable that that they came across during the non-district games. Yeah, and this one here, big. I mean, we've had a couple of predictions having Rowlett win, which is always wonderful. But, uh, you know, predictions are exactly that. They're predictions. Big crowd expected out there. I've heard that they're almost, and this is the, the fun part of high school football. The Rowlett side is completely sold out, by the way. There are few tickets left on the other side, by the so Just what I'm hearing as far as the ticket sales going for this, like you said, a lot of people in this area are going to be stopping by and paying attention to this game. Yeah, not just uh, within these two uh, communities, but just uh, overall uh, uh, around the Metroplex. There's going to be a lot of uh, um, a, a lot of uh, notice on this game, and, you know, and it's a hope it's going to be you know benefit us too as we get that many more listeners, and, and uh, uh, you know, and we can entertain them like we do everybody else every week. So, um, especially with my charm and your good looks, I think we're <laughs> really going to gain a huge crowd. But um, it, 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 yeah, it's going to be a big game. You know, you you already know you and I are going to be sitting there for a while after the game because it, uh, it'll be taking a while to get out of that stadium. Absolutely, and by the way, that's the first ride time he's ever called me good looking. So I'm going to take that, even though he's lying through his teeth. I like that. I've got the charm. He's got the good looks, and well, we're probably tied up in the charm. But it, it, this one is. It, it, it's got that big game, big game feel. Um, and as far as people, this you know, coming in from around, we're the ones that cover this team week in, week out, seeing what happens out on the football field and report it as we see it more so than just getting the radio station that covers the Garland ISD every once in a while you can hear on delay. This game might be on delay too. I don't know. I'm going to check into that. But if not, you can hear it live here on the Couch Potato Sports Show with our coverage here in the pregame show. And by the way, you know, get out early. Sit with the boosters. They're setting up a tailgate at 5 o'clock. So I expect Bill to be late. Um, as he's going to probably stop off at the tailgate before he comes in. Um, yeah, so that, that's going to be huge. So you and we were talking about this. I was looking in some of the other places. People are getting off early, Bill. So that means you're going to have to get off early because that parking lot, you're never going to get your parking spot. Yeah, I, I actually going to come a little early today, especially since you mentioned tailgate. Tailgate usually uh, uh, equals food, so yeah, I'll yeah. be uh, getting out of. <laughs> A, a little bit early uh, and, heading, and heading over there. But, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think it's going to be, I think this is going to be the biggest stage that Rowlett has been on uh, in, in terms of attendance since the yes. school opened. I think we're going to see 
something special, and I, I'm, I'm glad to be part of it. And I, I hope uh, uh, both these teams uh, really entertain the crowd, and then and there's a lot of fun. You know what I'm hoping for is that that close game, that 27-24, you know, prediction rallied on top. Um, is that way, you know, we still have a couple of teams up there in the top 20 that will, even though Saxe may get the loss or vice versa, hopefully the other way around, um, it will still be in the power rankings there within the top 25 of the state because that's where we are. Rowlett Eagles ranked number six in the power, uh, number seven Saxe, so they're right there. A close loss for both of them will keep both teams within the top 25. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right, and, and uh, as long as it's a good competitive game and both uh, teams have a good showing, I think it's going to definitely help both teams, no matter what. And and uh, I think it's going to be recognized uh, within the uh, within the whole Metroplex. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And like I said, this is the first game. You know, we've done playoffs games. We did the third round uh, last year. Yep. I don't think it's going to even uh, um, match the intensity. Uh, compared to this one. So I think uh, because of what's at stake and yeah. the bragging rights and, and the rankings and and um, uh, the rivalry, I think that's going to make it that much more huge. So, um, you know, I, I'm not going to have time to go down and get nachos, so somebody better, better bring them up. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and we're going to be doing a lot. Well, it, it's going to be up on the Facebook page, you know, a couple minutes after we record it, uh, but we'll be doing that live. We'll also do a post-game show because there's, like you said, there's no way we're getting out of there. Uh, so we'll do a live video uh, post-game show that we'll put up as well uh, to get it. So this one is going to be a good one, so I'm going to put you on the spot. Only time that I've done it this year. Give me a prediction tonight for uh, the game. Who wins and what's the score going to be? And why? And why? Um, and I, I look why? at uh, Rowlett uh, uh, winning this game, um, I'm going to say about 38-31 to 31 ball game. Wow! Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think the biggest difference is going to be um, Rowlett's going to come up with a special teams difference, uh, e- either uh, on, um, on a, a punt or um, uh, or a recovery on a punt, but I think it's going to come down to a special teams uh, on this game. I'm looking at this game as a defensive. It's going to be a defensive gem for your Rowlett Eagles. I got the score 24-17 in this game as the defense of the Rowlett Eagles comes alive, and they will benefit from a turnover or two that are created by the defense. Because funny, funny. Go ahead. This Rowlett team is going to have 24 at halftime. Well, you hope so, but this is a different... Uh, because you look at the numbers that the Rockwall has not been giving up the big numbers, and that's what I'm looking at here. I'm expecting both of these football teams to come out defensively, uh, Bill, because that neither one of these teams have seen really each other in reality um yeah when you look at what Saxe has done and i'm pulling up the scores as we are looking at it there are big numbers coming from Saxe. i believe that 47 30 51 48 35 56 and 33 this is where i think they, they, i like the my dad likes to call it and i'll call it too a come to jesus i think the defense <laughs> it, it, uh, from these 
from this football team is so much better than what they've even faced even outside of district. I think that's our, I think that is our juggernaut, is the defense. And then time management, Bill. This football team defensively knows how to hold, you know, or uh, coaching-wise, knows how to use that clock to their advantage. So I, I think they are. I think the defenses are going to step up. I'm going to clash of the Titans on the defensive side of the ball there, Bill. You know what, Sonny? You and I usually agree on everything, but I'm telling you right now, these teams are passing teams, which slows down the clock, and right. there's going to be a lot happening. So, um, yeah, I'll take my 38-31, and whoever's closer uh, buys that In-N-Out burger. That, hey, that, we can do that. That, that, will, that will work out. So um, this one's going to be a good one. I mean, you know, it doesn't get much better than this game right here. Uh, even next week's Lakeview Centennial Patriots game is going to be a, a big one. But that's going to be bigger for Lakeview Centennial as far as them trying to get the three or fourth spot in, within district. So um, it, it's... I mean, these last three weeks, it's going to be exciting right here on the Couch Potato Sports Show with our coverage here. So uh, good stuff here happening tonight. Yeah, and then, you know, for all you fans that uh, have family members and then uh, uh, friends uh, that aren't in the area or can't get to the game, make sure and pass on our, our information so they can hear the game live. Probably, as Sonny mentioned earlier, probably the only place that you're going to be able to hear it live. And, and we don't just make it live. We make it entertaining, and we, uh, um, we try to... Uh, um, uh, guess our way through it, and we do a pretty good job. So, yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, we we get listeners from all over the place. Uh, don't don't uh, don't hesitate to pass on the information to anybody that's not in the area because once you know, since it's online, there's two uh, two ways to listen in. You can call in, and you, or you can uh, jump online. So make sure and pass that information on, so that way we can get listeners and we can get them uh, uh, updated as the game goes. Absolutely. It's going to be a good one. So that that's going to do it for us here on the pregame show um, as the Rowlett Eagles hit that rivalry game. There's something about a rivalry game that I've, I've been jarred since Monday for this game. And so it's a long way to Friday as we're here on Thursday doing the pregame show. Um, so we're, we're about 27 hours away from kickoff for that, for, for us as we're doing this. This one's going to be a good one. So we'll see you out at HBJ Stadium there, Bill. All right. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun night and hopefully uh, we uh, keep that streak going. Definitely. So that's going to do it for us here on the pregame show. We are on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Again, join us on the website at www.thecouchpotato.wix.com forward slash Rowlett Eagle Sports. Or you can call in and listen to the whole game or just get updates at 347-215-7497. You can get it. That's going to do it for us. Everybody have a good one and let's go Eagles!